up, y'all? This is from Books to Bills Podcast, a podcast for the young professional. It's your girl, Erica Helling, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. And it's your favorite staff member, Shaq, hailing for one of the last fruit times in Augusta, Georgia. What you said? It don't matter what he said. He was late for the staff meeting today. So he's not everybody's favorite staff member. This is Jasmine, your new favorite staff member. Hello, everyone. Helen from Tyler, Texas. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. He's been late. You are not about to replace me. Were you born late, Shaquille? I mean, I'm not one. I'm not going to play with y'all because y'all have not been the most accommodating to my busy work schedule. Accommodating? So, accommodating. We pushed back our because meeting an hour, and you was. Mm. Continue. It's going to no be all right. One, no one said anything to you. No, you didn't, friend. Jasmine did. Either well, y'all way, need to be more accommodating of each other's schedules. Really, you should. Anyway, well, it don't matter because I was late to the staff meeting, but at least when I got to the staff meeting, I was ready to go. Y'all, both of y'all done had problems with your technology today. So you're just trying to find somewhere to place blame other than yourself. You really are, because somebody just, this the first time they booting up their computer. here for 30 minutes. Bless the Lord. Okay, good day. I'm happy to see y'all. Um, it's been a long time. How y'all been doing? I do want to point something out. Shaquille, it's, it's kind of annoying, Jasmine. Maybe you'll agree. Shaquille can be late for something and be just the most calm and confident. He gonna have conversations Like he ain't done nothing. Just like ain't nothing like nothing is wrong. And I'm just like are you and like when somebody late for something I want them to be I want to know that they're hustling. I want to feel that they have a growing sense of urgency and on one hand that's really good you know for you that you don't let anything overwhelm you you know and take you out of your your state of uh, I guess you could say homeostasis social homeostasis but on the other hand it's like I don't know if you are getting on the good foot if you're chilling he took his time well friend I learned that resolve from you because remember you told me you said you learned from your daddy he said ain't no need in rushing when you're late cause you're already late you're still gonna be late when you get there <laughs> well I'm not sharing anything else my daddy said with you <laughs> trust me he'll tell me <laughs> Jasmine was you about to say something I was about to say ooh I need to pop out that bird dog your daddy gave me speaking of your daddy <laughs> Shout out to my dad. Um, by the time y'all hear this, it will be what day, y'all? By the time y'all hear this, it will be. I can't find my damn calendar. Pulling it up. Anybody wants to help me? That is great. So you go to the staff meeting without your calendar out. Ah, by the time y'all hear this, it will be a day before my dad's birthday. So shout out to my daddy. Happy early birthday. Him and my mom are getting ready to go to Las Vegas. So now you're controlling when the folks listen. I heard you. But I want to go to Vegas. Okay, anyway, how y'all doing? How was y'all's weeks been? Well, last week, really. (sighs) Well, for me, y'all, it's been busy. It has been busy, you know, um, school starting and friend, you know, used to work in Rens life. So, you know, it's, you know, move in. All the students are moving back on campus. Um, very small school. So we just moved in about 1300 students um, in two days, excuse me, three days. And then um, and we started up with our um, camp. So that's just been real, real tiring for me. Y'all, I had on average about an hour of sleep each day. So your boy is tired. <laughs> Okay, I lied. Maybe two hours. Jasmine. 
I had a good week. I think I called Erica to vent once. That means it's a good week. I ain't had to call her twice. Didn't we talk on Tuesday? And I had to vent. Oh, before the meeting. Mm-hmm. Yes, before the meeting. You know, that's what you do. You vent or talk before the meeting. You have a meeting before the meeting. So you have your mind right for the meeting. So, yeah. Gotcha. Other than that, it was good. I had a good weekend in Nashville. Hey. Had a good old time. Katie in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Erica? <clears throat> what did I do this weekend? Dang. Oh, it's only I, Tuesday. I know. I was just thinking like it's all a blur, though. It goes by so fast. I bought decorations for my apartment um, and hung up all of my paintings. My friend, shout out to Flo. I don't think she listens to this, but shout out to her for helping me come hang up my curtains. You must and have got your today, first paycheck. No, it wasn't first paycheck. I've been working for two months almost. I was about to um, say, she didn't have had three by now. <laughs> no, I... She ain't had no so students. I feel got, like she ain't been working. Every time I call her, she had in the bed. <laughs> working from home. I ain't even... I'm I not even going to talk about it. I'm not going to play with y'all. Um... I I forgot what I was about to say, but nevertheless, I bought some decorations and I made one of my final purchases today. I bought this really pretty yellow um, oversized chair with the matching ottoman for my seating area in my apartment. I'm so excited! Oh, when I watched it, the ottoman too. It the chair came with the matching ottoman. Okay. Friend. Well, I guess you ought to buy that. You ought to just give me that uh, wooden thing and let me make the ottoman for myself. No, friend, it's not what it's... So, y'all, I, me, me and my friend supposed to be making an ottoman. I bought... I went to this little raggedy thrift store. Like, it's... Y'all, it's nasty off in there. But if you want to if you wanna dig, you're going to find you some gold. I found this big old wooden box for $15. And I, I Snapchat my friend. And I'm like, friend, we can make this into my ottoman. He was like, yeah, buy it. Now he talking about he want it. It's still sitting in my trunk. It's so damn heavy. Anyway. Let's move on from ourselves and focus on our listeners, our colleagues. Jasmine. It was good it catching up with y'all though. I miss you. I miss you. I, I couldn't get the song I out. Really I really miss you. And do we all say different names? Yeah, I, I guess said so, friend. I said books to bills. What'd you say, Jasmine? Brandy. 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 Ain't it Mandy? <laughs> It's Brandy. It's Brandy. Daddy. I had it right. It's what? Oh, that's a no, real Brandy song? is the original one. Yeah, Brandy. Lord Jesus, I just heard Brown sing it. I didn't know it was no real oh, song. Oh, my God. No. You know, he talking about a dog, girl. Oh, Lord. That just broke my heart. <laughs> Missing you every day. You didn't know oh, that? Oh, Lord, no. No, I didn't. I didn't know it was a real song. Oh, Lord. Moving on. All right. So I have the petty question today. <sighs> you are training Shane in his new position. Okay, you guys... yeah, it's got to be a new name because I ain't heard this person. <laughs> All right, yeah, so yeah. Shane and move on. <laughs> <laughs> we done. Wait, we is done Sean fired or is Shane just the new person? Tell us now, so we know. Shane is the new person. That's why I, okay. I changed okay. it up a little bit. But so I'm basically replacing Sean. No, I'm not. He not getting replaced yet. We ain't fired him yet. Okay. 
Um, okay, so you're training Sean. Y'all are sitting um, in chairs right next to each other in front of the computer. An email comes through and you quickly click on it, scan it, and then go back to the training. Sean says, hey, was that email about me? What do you say in response? A, tell him no. B, tell him no and mention him nosy as hell. C, ignore him. <laughs> or D, sing mind your business. I'm, he really asked that? Sean did. What you gonna say? Okay, I, it was the email really about him. The email was not about him. <laughs> Okay. The only reason I ask is because, you know, like, if I'm looking at somebody's computer and my name, like, I see my name, I'm going to ask about it, too. And I am nosy. Personally, if somebody would ask me that, I'd be like, um, no, but I think you ought not be reading my email or whatever. I, I would have to, you know, say something about it. No, I would say no. And then I would politely put my computer to sleep. And then from then on, I would probably also go to the office secretary and order a privacy screen and, you know, be very cryptic with that person. Because why the hell but are you, you looking at my screen? Sean, so he had permission to look at your yeah, screen. Yeah, he had though. permission to look at the screen. Mm-mm. My, you, I ain't got to train you on no email. Do I? Well, yeah, this is true. <laughs> Y'all, this happened. This I happened in like, real life. I, I actually don't feel like it's too bad, though, y'all. I don't feel like it's too bad because if, if somebody is looking at your screen and it comes up, you shouldn't have scanned it because you should have just left the little thing in the corner. You shouldn't have clicked on it if but somebody my, else was looking at your. But why we? My my questions are: What, what insecurities lie within? Why do you think this email's about you? And if it is, I'm your supervisor or whatever I am. You, I'm gonna tell you if it is. So. Get up off, off my. That's, I mean, and outside of a work setting, that's like me seeing your phone and be like, ooh, is that Jasmine? Or did, is that text about me? Uh, and if it was. <laughs> I might you know, even, like, if I was him, I might scan the email, but I ain't gonna say nothing about it. That's my thing. You ain't, you, don't, don't ask, ask questions. But y'all, this happened in the car with me. You know, I drive a lot of my visits and I've been training the new nurse and in Texas, you have to be hands free. So I had my phone mounted, you know, where I could oh, see the direction in Texas. Yes, they did. Oh, wow. Don't get caught slipping. So I get my emails to my phone. So I clicked it and I was scrolling through it real quick and I closed it down to get back to my map so we can get back to the next visit. And she said. Did I see my name? Was that was that email about me? I said no, and you nosy, and she just laughed it off. <laughs> and I said, "You you're nosy. Yes, you are. Uh, I am, huh? Yes, yes, you are." Becky, mm -hmm. take a seat. Just lean on back. Yeah, she rude for that. You too nosy. Like we ain't even cool like that. We this the this your first day with me? Oh hell no. And you in my car. Anyway. Talking about is it. Is it about me? begs the question. What, what, why would it be? What you been doing? You been, you been stealing medicine out the cabinet? 
What you been doing? And you're new. And you're new. It's perfectly fine to be emailing about you. Like, I, that's what I don't get. Like, she just knows. If it, it is, what? What you going to do? Or was that just her way of telling you that she had seen? Um, I don't care you know what, what it was. She just saying, I saw your email. It wasn't about you. Mm-mm. You gotta be. You gotta get you a privacy screen for your phone. I, I see. You. <laughs> you don't have to. How about you just mm-hmm. not ride with mm-hmm. me no more? We're not gonna train together no more. Yes, have have her ass in the back. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. So her white behind can look like she getting chauffeured. Oh no! Oh hell no! Y'all, y'all remember girlfriends? How Maya used to always say, "Oh hell no!" Every time I say that, that's who I think about. My Have y'all heard that song? I don't remember all the characters from Girlfriends. Have y'all heard that song? Mind one your with business. Secretary. Oh, sorry. We talking about two different things. We sure are. Let me slow down. You said Joan's secretary. Yeah, Maya was Joan's secretary. Little skinny thing that was married. She was the only one that was married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she wrote a book called Oh Hell Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was a good show. No. Loved it. Got the DVD My box set. Girlfriends. My girlfriends. Okay. But Jasmine, you was talking about a song called Mind Your Business? Yes. You ain't seen that little girl. She in the school. It's a black girl. And she in a uniform. <laughs> yes. It was on the friend zone. Man, I sh- that's what I should have sung to her. Yeah, uh, I'm mind confused because I don't know. Mind your business. She was singing it to uh, For Your Glory by Tasha Cops. Man, <laughs> oh. I was like, that's it. And she even said, For those co workers tomorrow, mind your business. <laughs> All of my business belongs to me. I feel like it's you saying that before, Hallelujah, Jesus. <laughs> All right, now we got a sound engineer. We can say, insert clip here. Mind your business. Mind Please. Thank you. Books the Bills is on the rise. <laughs> All righty. So this, oh, I'm sorry. I'm tripping it. Let me, let me go to the recap or whatever. On last week's episode, we talked about Shaq, this is a quiz for you. What did we talk about? I don't know why you try to call on me. All right, you failed. Jasmine? <laughs> Jasmine? <laughs> it's Jasmine. <laughs> we it's talked Jasmine. about conferences. Uh-huh. And, mix, and, and mixing, oh. you know, networking. And if, you know. Let me show you how that network. Okay. Okay. That Netflix and so, shit. Okay. Um, but that net, net, net work. Um, yes, last week we on our show. I mean, I know y'all know I say last week every time because it just flows, but y'all know it was like 30 days ago. Right. It was 30 days ago. Wait a minute. <laughs> on last time's episode, on our last episode, last episode, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to go with. staff meeting, <laughs> which is what it was. Okay. On our last, during. Our last staff meeting. Girl, put the wine glass down. The wine glass is to the side. Friend, you can't even, you can't, it's a shame you can't even come to the staff meeting without alcohol no more. Y'all not finna be making me sound like, one, I don't do no work, and two, then I'm just a goddamn drunk. 
Y'all not. We didn't Just even say. I'm lively. Any other time, Erica, the energy is so low on the show. Are you all right? You good? Then so I you go from show, zero to one and happy. Okay, well, you want me at zero? You want me a hundred? Which one? It ain't no middle. Okay, ain't no so we got some feedback on IG because we posted now. about daiquiri of the day and put our little recipes at the bottom. Is Jasmine moving on with the uh, uh, episode without me? I am. Indeed. I am. Moving on. Shoot. Is this your friend, Ethan Shaq? Yeah. <laughs> Is this your friend? So Ethan said, throw what a bit of tequila in the one with the Rita and you're in for a good time. I thought that was understood. And if anybody knows how to have a good time, it's Ethan. Amen. So that's the I'm feedback dead. we got on our oh oh Shaq, you know, my cousins, right? They <laughs> listen to the podcast. And being from Louisiana, they feel a certain type of way. To my uh y'all posted this daiquiri of the day, and ain't neither one of them recipes daiquiris. <sighs> Those are it's cocktails. And they talking about, well, Child. tell Erica and Shaq they need to come back to the boot, get you a drive through daiquiri so y'all can get it right. Well, well, I'll come through. I, I, I ain't got no problems about coming to the boot, getting a drive through daiquiri, but you have your cousins waiting so they can pay for it. <laughs> but Did y'all have a buy one? Get one? Huh? Go ahead. Did y'all have a buy one, get one free daiquiri place in Baton Rouge? Didn't um Fat Tuesday have a buy one get one free day? Shaq? I don't think it was buy one get one free. Or was this the five dollar twelve ounce? I think that was like the best deal. I didn't ever get them. Remember, I stopped getting them kind of that because I started getting their Long Islands. Right. I don't know. I don't know if it was a buy one get one free. I think it was a different Fat Tuesday had a different special every day, but I don't think it was ever buy one get one free. Okay. I don't know. I well, in Shreveport, in our old too. neighborhood, it's a buy one get one free. So I'm pretty well, sure they will pay for it going, going up to that shack. But Shaq, too, they, uh, Jasmine, they don't know that the name of the daiquiri today came from when Shaq made his daiquiri, when he was at his, I think he was decorating for your granny's uh, birthday party or something. And you had made your own daiquiri with the crown and the cranberry slush or the Coke slush. So that's where the name came from. So it's not, you know, that's just the name. You know, we're going to have all I forgot all next. about that, friend. That's sure where it came from. Charlotte, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm dead. Me and Shaq got a little hand gesture that he just had to do. Okay. So on this week's episode titled Two Weeks Notice, we are going to be talking about hell, how to give you two weeks notice and everything that come with it. <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode called Two Weeks Notice, we're gonna talk about how to give you two weeks notice. <laughs> so my first question. For the uh, staff, when do you know it's right to take a promotion? So let me. I'll, well, person. I would say for on the cool though, let me go back. We're gonna be talking about two weeks notice, so of course that, but then other things that just deal with major transition in your job or career. That's the best way to. That's the most all encompassing definition. So back to my question: When do you know it's right to take a promotion? Well, I say um, on my journey from books to bills. I'm too close to the books to uh, really have the best answer. But I'll hell up on, on surface level, I'm like, as soon as you get the promotion, girl, I'll take it. Depending <laughs> on if, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, 
I'm thinking about my job and if at any point I would have gotten a promotion while I was still at it, you know, I would have taken the promotion. Oh, okay. You know, like I can't imagine somebody saying, Hey, wanna give you a promotion, change your response just slightly change your responsibilities and give you some more money. I'm like, Okay, let's do it. Well see, I mean, you said the key word slightly. Yeah. Jasmine. Cause I've not taken a promotion before because of my quality of life. Right now I make my own schedule. I see my clients when I need to. If I were to take a promotion, that means I would have a set number of office hours. I would have to manage people. And I'm just not, I don't want to do that right now. So I think so, it's your quality of life. Is it an extra, is it another level of stress? Are you willing to add that to your plate for the pay increase? If it's one, you have to think about all those too. I think you say something valuable too. Like, are if they're adding things to your plate, are those skill sets, are those skills that you feel like you want to develop? For our second question, on the flip side, when is it time to leave your job? Hell, oh when you searching for a new job at work, it's time to go. You think so? I think so. Well, you know what? Part of me is like, no, because my uncle said, you always got to see what's out there. You should always be looking to see what positions are open. But for me as a nurse, when I start getting bitter, it's time to go. Because don't nobody look not like no bitter nurse. Don't nobody want a mean nurse. I think that can be applied to so, so many positions. Yeah, but I think also, I mean, definitely mine, but I'm like, I get bitter about some stuff, but I... I put on my, like, I'm on, I'm on stage and off stage. You know what I mean? So when you're yeah. unable to turn it off and on, it's time to move on. <laughs> then it's time to go on. Go on. It's time to turn it away. <laughs> um, Using my um utmost, um, my utmost, Lord, using my most recent <laughs> experience, um, honestly, and it's something I'm really learning just in general and about myself. When your job doesn't align with your personal and professional goals and values, values being like so in all caps, I think it's time to leave. Um, when you feel like you're doing things that don't really serve whatever population of people you are supposed to be serving or working with, when you feel like you're just not being respected as an individual and you don't really see any light in sight, you know, any change, I think it's time to go. And that is a very, I think it's a very tough decision to make, especially as a young professional. But I think at this point, especially now, thankfully I'm on the other side of it I I would have done it all over again and maybe even sooner um because it's nothing like being somewhere where you know you have the ability um within to serve when in my case students and you can't and and you can't it's nothing like being somewhere where you have a skill set that would really grow your organization and you are not encouraged to use it so I, you, I just feel like you either stay there and you suffer or you leave and you grow. I agree. What say you, Shaq? Well, I was sitting there trying to punter because of what Erica just said. And I was thinking, well, that's not well, what both of y'all just said. I'm not really bitter about, 
okay, I gotta I gotta answer this question by sharing that I am leaving my job. <laughs> so um, I, I was wondering when you was gonna stick that in there. Yeah, I got a, yeah, I got a new job for everybody that's listening. Um, I got a new job, and so I'll be moving in two weeks. Basically, I've had three weeks in a day, three weeks in a couple of days from the time I accept it until the time I'll need to be gone or whatever. Okay, so I was, I'm not bitter about my job or anything. It was just the, the mere fact that I do a whole lot and I get paid a little. That had a whole lot to do with it. Um, not necessarily the fact that I get paid a little, but it was also it was more so the fact that I just do way way too much, and so I don't know you know like I don't know how to say that. Oh yeah, it's time to leave your job when they start overworking you. Well, hell, of course. Um, but I love mm-hmm. everything. when the pay is not commensurate with work right. uh, duties. So I guess I mean that's one thing, but. I wouldn't say I was nervous. Well, not nervous. I was really reflecting when you said that, Jasmine, because um, I think I was been looking at. I mean, I stay up to date on job openings since I got my job, and I and I, you know, I like my job or whatever. <laughs> but I'm always on higher ed jobs because I just want to see what everybody doing around there. You never know who else you might, you know, whoever, you know, who else you might send a job or two to. So I'm like, um, I've been looking, and I know a lot of other folks been looking, so. And I hope I ain't been bitter. I, I, I mean, hell, for all I know, I could be this year. And I think, I, I don't know if Jasmine can speak to this, uh, but I think another important thing to, like, really note for our colleagues, too, is that, like, leaving a job doesn't always have to mean something bad happened to you. Like, I've known people who've just transitioned out of jobs because kind of similar to the whole promotion thing they've kind of reached the cap and they need a new they need to be challenged more they need to make a new transition to continue growing and so I think that it's okay if you're if you love your job but you also recognize that if you stay there you're always going to be at this level but you have an opportunity to move up so I think that's something really important to notate as well um so yeah Damn, you said something. It made me think, and then money. Before you, when you stop talking, I couldn't think of it no more. I hate when that yes. happens. So just feel free to bring it back in. So the last oh. question is: How do you oh. go ahead? I will say also for my job, I'm not blessed like Erica, and I'm not as brave as Erica, who took a leap of faith and was like, "Go sit out and you know ride it out." I just I'm gonna I, talk about I, it. Yeah, I did just happen to have a really good opportunity come up, and and you know God saw fit for me to um to uh, you know be placed in that position. So I'll be going to University of Florida for for those who care, hey. and um I'll be working <laughs> in new student employment programs. But yeah. You just giving such an anticlimactic I know. Uh, announcement. I feel like we more I excited than you. I'll be moving. Right. Well, you know, after you say it so many times, you kind of get used to it or whatever. And so it's But this they first so time it hearing it. Yeah. Okay, rewind. Oh my gosh, y'all, guess what? 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 Y'all, I have. Y'all ain't gonna get. I got a new job. You lie. No. So I actually, it's all happened really fast. And so like in two weeks from now, I'll be starting my new role at the University of Florida. Oh my. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank y'all so much. I love the support. 
Friend, you leaving me? I just got here. Now, okay, I'm done with theatrics. But I do. I did think about that. I was like, dang, Erica and I just get near each other, and here I am leaving. Good. Jasmine, you might as well move Are you trying to tell me somewhere. something? Because, you know, Augusta, Jasmine, just move to Augusta. You know, it's a lot of healthcare stuff going on here. Augusta? I ain't never been. Georgia. Well, there's five hospitals here, and Augusta ain't got nothing but about 250,000 people, y'all. And it's well, a big hospital. People keep playing. I'm going to end up in Nashville. Uh, I ain't in a lot of... Uh, no, that ain't medical. It is a lot of medical. It's a lot of midwives in Nashville. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Vanderbilt owns a hospital out there. Mm-hmm. They turn out a lot of midwives. Yeah, the school I work at is the, is the Medical College of Georgia. So, yeah, come on out here, Jasmine. <laughs> Well, congratulations, Fran, and thank you for you know sharing your good news with From Books to Bills. Thank you kindly. Thank you kindly. So the last question is kind of, you know, we didn't talk about how do you get up the nerve to leave? When is it time to take that promotion? The good, the bad, and the ugly. But then once you decide, I'm about to pack my and go. Uh, then you got to go. You know, how do you do that? And so the question is, how do you properly leave your current job? Wait, have y'all seen so, that um, Drake video, In My Feelings? What did Felicia Rasai say? Yes. Ooh. Uh, don't forget to go when you leave. Or don't don't forget to leave when you go. <laughs> yeah. I don't like forget to that. leave when you go. I like that. That's a That's word there. Shout out to Felicia. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, Erica. Um, so besides, but speaking of speaking of that, did y'all see the the Popeyes guy when he quit that job and he uh went up there and sang, <laughs> "I am yes. quitting this job today." Hey, 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 I'm leaving. I ain't seen that one. You watched that video a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, it was more to it. That was the part I remember. I thought he was rapping. Oh, well, it's probably, no, you, it's, uh, that's the new school junk. Uh-uh. The one I'm talking about was this guy, he hired a background band that came in there and sang with him. It's the Popeyes! <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm done. So silly. Um, Those of us that don't work at Popeyes, we would more than likely be putting in a two weeks notice or, you know, whatever your contract and read them contracts, people, because a lot of time, it's, it, I mean, I think that there there will be some situations where people don't care about their contract, but I can guarantee you when it's going to benefit the company, they're going to care about it real. Uh, like that needs bunch. to be a whole so read- episode. An old school mm-hmm. midwife put me on game and she was like, no, this is what let me let me put you up on something. And then contracts be getting people in trouble. Yep. Um, so just l- look at your contract on a cool though and see how, what, how much notice that they require of you. But I think pretty commonly it is two weeks. Um, I personally typed up a letter um, to my supervisor and I presented it to him after I had asked to have a meeting. 
So I gave it to him in person. I, you know, he skimmed it. I mean, when you hand in your boss a letter, they don't think it's a, a lottery ticket, you know, or a free cruise to the Bahamas. So they probably already know. And so then we had like a brief conversation and I was like, you know, it's just time for me to go ahead and transition out. He thanked me for my service, offered to write me a recommendation letter. And I left the office and I snapped my friends because the shackles, amen, had finally fallen off my body. Oh, strongholds were broken, amen. Yes, and then the other piece, <laughs> and then the other piece that Shaq kind of alluded to, I definitely think it's important to have a plan. And so, um, my cousin, my cousin told me what my cousin said. So his wife told me what he said, and um, my cousin was super involved in my transition, and she was like, "I told uh, Chris that you were leaving your job, and you didn't have a new job," and he was like, "That's some old millennial <laughs> shit." And so <laughs> I think about it. Really is though. It is. It so is. Um, And I am one of the people I I did do that. And it was a very courageous move. Um, So basically, once I decided that I no longer wanted to work at um, as an admissions counselor, I gave myself a date that made sense for me. And I was I, you know, I kind of was like, okay, I'm going to wait until my lease is up. So my lease was up on the 24th of May. And so I said that my last day, regardless of if I had a job, was going to be the 31st. And of course, my goal was to have a job. And so I tirelessly searched. Um, And to be honest, like it was scary. I was okay up until probably like two weeks before I left. I actually like ran down the hallway and cried in the bathroom. And I texted my cousin and I was like, what the hell am I doing? Like, I don't have a job. I'm about to be selling knives. You gonna be the Avon lady. Let me find you somewhere selling knives. Let me find out you, you over there uh, so selling skin so soft. Y'all remember that? Look, yes. And so it was very nerve wracking, but I say to people who are thinking about doing that or feel like you're just in a very stressful place, um, your, your mental health, your physical health, and just you as an individual is also, is the utmost important to be honest. And so if you feel like you have to make a courageous act like that, like don't be scared to do it. But yeah, so I ended up leaving my job, but thanks be to God, literally the day before, I think on May 30th, I got my formal offer from the job that I have oh, now. And so up until the last day, right, the 19th hour, 11th hour, whatever the saying is, I got a job. So, yeah, just have your plan. Whether that plan is to go stay with your cousins, if you have that set up, I was blessed to have that, to stay with my cousins for a little while. Or if it's I'm going to go home or I even consider like becoming a substitute teacher like I had multiple plans for if plans didn't work out so you definitely have to sit that out and it's okay if your plan doesn't include having a new job you just got to know what you're gonna mm-hmm. do Erica you okay, you made a good point you said you wrote a letter like typed a letter we had this girl we hired a new nurse on her on day two she quit <laughs> talking about it wasn't for her oh, how do you so know what's for you she, you barely got a badge yeah, in its most truest form, she quit. She quit. So you know, most folks say that, and they resign. Nah, she, no, she she quit. quit. Right. She no, sent an email to my supervisor that I wanted to call her and be like, you know what, sister to sister, that's not what you do. You didn't handle that correctly. You need to print, mm-hmm. like, type up a formal letter. There's templates on Google. Google you two weeks notice. Fill in the blanks. Print it out. 
sign your signature and pen and then you schedule a meeting just like erica said schedule a face-to-face to sit down and do that it because it just leaves a bad taste in people's mouth when you just leave them high and dry and i think something that we don't probably even have to say you might turn up in a few years and that person's spouse or sister a best friend or dog buddy whoever is now interviewing you for a job they find that you worked this so-and-so for 48 hours <laughs> and they call and it's like oh no she literally quit in the two hours like you don't want that to happen like the world is so small i got to this job and i'm literally i didn't know this person at um lsu but i'm literally working with his sister and I was like, what are the odds that you and I meet each other like this? But, you know, mm-hmm. what if? You never know. You know, she had been on the hiring committee. So you just never know who's going to be in the room. And so CYA. CYA. So. Cover your ass. Cover your ass. Yeah. Oh, I, I was, you see, do you see me? I was like. Anyway. So. Y'all not going to answer the question? I'll go ahead and answer. I didn't know who Turner was. But y'all I didn't lost y'all's oh, I'll go ahead and answer. So one thing I wanted to point out <laughs> was that make sure you take all your vacation time before you leave a job. I had one. You mean your sick time or your vacation? No, you vacation? can't take sick. You can take vacation. So one one company I worked for, they paid out your vacation. Okay? That's not but the company I'm with now, if you don't use it before you leave, it's gone. So you need to check, going back to that contract, check their policy. But we are we are talking about mm-hmm. giving two weeks notice in order to leave a job. My mentor taught me sometimes you could use a two weeks, not a two weeks notice, but like a hint at a two weeks notice to kind of tease your job, to let them know I do have other options. Y'all ain't treating me right. And it causes it causes them to be in a like, okay, is it cost effective to leave her? Because I've trained her in all these different things and areas. What can I do to keep her? It gives them an opportunity for that. So she taught me sometimes you just got a little hint at it. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Hint at, you know, that you're looking or something like that. Only if you know that you're a benefit to that company. Don't be hinting that you leaving and you ain't taking care of your business. They're like, all right, bye. Don't know. No, and and that's real. I had some experiences with that. I'm gonna be a little cryptic here, but I had to uh I had to uh, you know, tiptoe around the office, you know, to you know, to make sure <laughs> that um I want you to tell things story, were man. in in place, huh? Tell the story. I tell the story. Yeah. Y'all, I had to find me a fake supervisor. (laughs) You heard me right. I said a fake supervisor. And we can laugh about this now, amen. But during the moment, in the the mind, in the time, (laughs) it was horrible. Because don't nobody want to be in their job search and can't even tell their own supervisor that they job searching because you're scared of retaliation. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, but 
I think that, you know, it's one of those things you don't know what you're going to do until you get there. I would have never advised anybody to do that. And I certainly am not telling you to do that on purpose. But I was in a situation where I was like, I am scared that if I tell them they are going to start giving me more work or scrutinizing me and doing all this stuff. And I was like, I'm barely making it as it is. I don't need any extra, you know, bad juju, as one of my friends in undergrad used to say. And so I was just like, I don't want any of that. And I also just want I don't want their energy in my and what God is getting together now granted God is more powerful than anybody who could be against me but for the sake of them just I didn't even want them to know so I had to find me a fake supervisor if you're honest and I used to have to do some phone interviews in the car uh in, in the car in the parking lot like when I tell y'all I was creeping TLC type creep so I creep yeah, just creeping on just the job search. Nobody else supposed <laughs> to know. So, but Jasmine, you said something else too that resonated with me. Oh, so when I was getting ready, when I was getting ready to leave, I was like looking up like resources for how to put in your two weeks notice and how to have a conversation. And it's funny that you say about the whole tease thing, but like you also have to be prepared for how your uh, supervisor is going to respond to you because it was like, you know, a few things can happen. One, they'll be like, all right, well, you can leave mm-hmm. now. Like, don't feel f- you can go ahead and go, um, which I was scared would happen to me. Um, you they might they might try to beg you to stay, like offer you other incentives to make you stay at which point you need to go into the meeting knowing if you would accept or deny that regardless of what it is kind of going back to your personal goals and personal your professional and personal goals and values and then um or they could just be mad and just be rude to you and retaliate against you the rest of your time there just you know be petty so definitely have to be prepared for that conversation to go multiple ways but it's definitely always a blessing. I, I've had supervisors that I could be very upfront, like, hey, I'm job searching. And they were like, all right, let me know what you need. Point blank, period. And so being in that situation is a blessing. So I always take advantage of And you of said incentives. People. Incentive doesn't always mean a higher salary. Uh, I've had that offered. I've had, well, what about if you switch to a Monday through Thursday workload and you can be off on Friday? Would that keep you? Your ass, your ass ain't no working or working on Friday. No, they know they know they. Oh, no, no. Mm-mm. I was not working on no Friday. Don't call me. Don't, don't call <laughs> me. Um, or work from home one day. Things like that. Anything to keep you, especially when you've been trained and they value you as an employee. That's real. Shaq, get, drop some knowledge well, on so this. This, this was, is good. In terms of leaving, I felt like I had more of a burden with my students than I had with my uh, with my supervisors and stuff. So to give a little insight, my supervisor, she uh, left her job. Well, I, damn, that sounds bad. But my supervisor is, she's going to have been gone 23 days before me leaving or whatever so you know that she would she had been searching too well she shared with me that she was searching and so i was like well i can share with her that i'm searching because i had listed her ass ass down as a reference and i still hadn't told her that i was searching and i know that that's weird but this is the reason why i did it because i wasn't sure well first of all mostly most of the time in higher ed that's why i had asked you a long time ago friend i was like 
do people do reference checks? No, I, I may not have been you. I was like, do they, does anybody do reference checks before they even do long interview or anything? And everybody was like, no, that's rare, that's rare, that's rare. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and list them. That way, if I get something promising, I can go ahead and just be like, okay, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't want to say, oh, I'm job searching. Then I ain't got no leads on shit. And then, I, I'm, you know, they retaliated against me, which I don't think that they would have done that. Let me preface and say, but anyway... All that to say, I went ahead and told her, um, but hell, she got a new job. So my new supervisor, I had a new supervisor by the time I accepted the position. So I hadn't told her about me job searching. And so that was a difficult conversation. Y'all, let me tell y'all, guess how she found out I was job searching. How? You talking about your... This, your my best supervisor, supervisor or the one you got after she left? My current supervisor is my supervisor's oh. supervisor. Well, well, yeah. So if, if let's back for, let's back back two months when everybody was in the office. My supervisor's name is Deborah and her supervisor's name is Kim. Okay? <laughs> well, Kim now supervises <laughs> me. I had to tell Kim directly that I got a new job without even telling her that I have been searching. She already knew. Guess how she found out? How? Deborah how she find out? Quit, I mean, after Deborah's last day, Deborah didn't log off her computer. It was some other reasons why she didn't log oh. off. And Kim went to get on, to use the computer, and the very first email up there was somebody reference check. I don't even think she opened she it, but opened I'm the only it? one that it could have been for. Well, nah, that sounds well, like some petty question. Some the person in the car and the other stuff. person who got a reference check, my name was in the subject. Yep, yep, my name was in the subject, and so okay. it was like, well, bam. And so when I went to had a conversation, you know, because I'm gonna tell them three and a half weeks in advance, and all I gotta give is two weeks. I'm gonna tell them three and a half. I was, I mean, three and a half weeks. Man, she was like, I told her I was like, can I talk to you about something on Monday? And she's like. Um, on Saturday, she's like, she said me, oh, we can talk about it now. I'm like, no, I want to talk about it now. Yeah, she was like, well, talk about this reference check. And I was like, well, you can let the cat out the bag. Let me land the plane. I got a new job. Bam. And we were good. We went from there. Hmm. No, she didn't. She was very confident. So she, she kind of didn't take it back? So that was good. But like I said, I just told, actually, I just told some of my students today, and that was the worst thing I ever had to do. I'm sitting there, we all sitting up there crying like babies. We didn't cry. Okay, we didn't really cry Man. too much, but tears were shaking. And even if you did, it's okay. I just, I couldn't imagine... Like, every time that I've left students that I had built a relationship with, it was understood. Like, they always knew that I was leaving in a certain amount of time. And so I just never had to, like, detach from... Well, I just had like camp too, and I'm telling like these students, so like, no, we're going to be doing this all year. Because if you don't tell them that... You, if you acting like you're not going to be there, then they're not going to listen to you, you know? So that was the other thing that was hard. It's like I met some of these students three weeks right. ago, and we've been going through training. They thinking they about to be with me for a whole year, and I'm up and leaving them. And I'm sorry. Like, oh, sorry. That's all, that's all I can offer. Yeah, and they don't understand later on in life. But I'm glad that I think their reactions well, also so. say that you've made a positive impact on them. 
So, man. Well, I hope that was very helpful for y'all. Um, those of you who are maybe contemplating leaving your job for good or bad reason, um, or more so like for promotion or to seek other career opportunities, whatever, Coco, consider other career opportunities, as our uh, brother Harold would say. Um, so, you know, whatever the reason, I hope this has been helpful um, to you. As always, please submit your comments, questions, and concerns to our staff email or our, one of our various social medias that you will get at the end of this episode. Um, but moving right along... Jasmine, JJ, what's on? Yeah, I went to this Barnes and Noble <laughs> book club oh, night. <laughs> so, uh-huh. okay, let me like come back because it's not that bad. But I, I was afraid that I was gonna be the youngest at the table, which I was. Which I mean, it's okay. There were two other people in the same age range as me, and then the other ones were older. I was the only person of color at the table. And it was a few comments. What? In America? At Barnes and Nobles. I expected more. No, you didn't get you didn't you didn't get the No. Did the joke resonate? Oh, I got it. He's the only person of color at an event in America. Oh you know America. I didn't get it. No, Jasmine didn't get it. (laughs) The person that needed to get it. It's a delay. So I'm like, what you floored it? I don't understand. (laughs) Um, But anyway, it was really good discussion. I had a really good time. I only had to check one lady. She said a little something out of line. But other than that, it was nice. Because somehow after we discussed the book, we got on. Okay, because the book. Let me slow down. The author's character always ends up in Baltimore somehow. And the author made a statement in an interview that she wants to show not only the crime in Baltimore, because it is high in crime, but also the beauty of Baltimore. So then it started talking about crime in large urban areas. One of the ladies happened to be from Chicago. So everybody's like, oh, Chicago's bad. And she goes, she sits back like she done, you know wrote the book about Chicago and she looks at me and she says well you know this story it's your history and she goes on to talk about Chicago projects and how they were so uh, filled with crime and drugs and they had snipers and then you know they tore them down because they were so bad and then you know blah 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 and I looked at her I said you're the one from Chicago right so this is your history (laughs) next I'm not understanding. It's your history. Not just because I'm black. But anyway. Ignorant people. Yes, just ignorant. And then she didn't even tell the story right. So I had to tell. Oh, I had to go back and tell the real story. Anywho, I had fun. I won the drawing. So I got a. You sure um, you won? Or they just. Signed copy of the book. It was lovely. Oh no, we we put so our names we put our names in a cup by one like fair square. <laughs> the black girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> put the black girl's name right here. 
Give her a book to calm her down. But it was a good time. I'll be back. Well, y'all ain't I'll be back for September. Where we going? So y'all, this next okay. this next book, I almost finished it. Read? You know, I drove to Nashville. Nashville that was a whole book time. by itself. So, how many hours is that? Ten. Yes, I did. She a ten? <laughs> no, about eight and a half. She like no, eight and a half. <laughs> she said it like that's not close to it ten. It made me feel. It. It made me feel better. But uh I'm okay, so Erica, I think you should read this book or listen to it however you decide to do it. Samantha or speaking of Chicago, Samantha's from Chicago. Her book of essays is funny as hell. It will have you crying. It's real light. So I think that you could, you know, get on board with it. I'll post it on our Instagram. Okay. To let the people know what we're reading. You gonna read? I said we. So you gonna read it with me? Okay. I'm gonna have a response for you when you, when it's my turn to chime in. Okay. Okay. I'm about to move on to ask Nurse J. You wanna? Oh, this is my time. Yeah. Yeah. It's my time. Y'all know that them that commercial with them. Uh, it's like a dating app for old people, and it's called My Time. No, I ain't never heard of this. They ain't never heard of that either. But it That's makes what me song nervous that old people got a dating app. Because first of all, what they ask is doing on the computer like that. They need love too. It's <laughs> so terrible. They need love too, but if they're going to get love, they need to go down to the soiree or the saloon. They don't need to be on uh, Facebook trying Not to find Not the saloon. Whoa. Did y'all hear what he said? The soiree or the saloon? Where? Are, what are those? Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, we're on the struggle frozen? bus today. We are. I'm on waiting the on your answer. Bus. Do you hear me? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought. <laughs> oh, bless. Let me land the plane. I Let said, me oh, land bless. the plane. We friends, learn about it. friends, plural. I have been reading. Me and one of my, huh? This is quick. I, Jasmine, have you read um, Children of Blood and Bones? Yes, I love it. It's so good. Okay, so I'm on the fourth chapter. Yeah, I'm on the fourth chapter. I've been reading. I've been reading. Hooked on phonics. She's been reading. Um, She's been reading. So I'm Go proud of myself. Um, she me and one of my coworkers. She's been reading. She's been reading. <laughs> Me and my coworker are reading it, and so I don't know how we gonna hold up because he's about to start school. But you know, I'm really trying to do it. But I try to go. I'm going to the gym. I started going back to the gym last week too, and so I at least try to make one of my gym days on the bike so I can bike and read because I can actually read quite a bit that way. But I just want to let y'all know I've, I've been I, I've been reading. She and reads so yes, night. once I finish this book, we oh. can. Yes. She reads all night. <laughs> Oh gosh, Shaq is on one. But but the day when Shaq pick up a book, hey, Glory every day. Do you hear me? I read all the time. That'll be the day. What you read, Shaq? Street signs. (laughs) Don't try to play me, friend. The last book, and probably don't read them. The last book that I was reading was by Simon Sinek, and it was Start with Why. You wouldn't read that. I was. That book looked brand new, friend. 
It do, cause I had it, I had it for professional development too, and I barely read. Y'all, I don't even know who the fuck gave me. Oh Lord, I'm just all over the place with my potty mouth. I don't know who. Uh, I don't know who even gave me this book, but I just put it back. Was it me, friend? Oh no, somebody got it. It was for something, and somebody got oh, it for I me. I wouldn't even be funny it. like that. I'll give you my copy so you could use it. Oh wait, wait. Let me tell y'all. So. My friend Erica had got me a little uh, library stamp. Is that what I want to call it? Anyway, it's a person. It's called a personal library. She got she got me a little setup where I can stamp on my books, and I don't have to check somebody this week. Cause I was like, "Where's my copy of what such and such?" Oh, some oh, I seen. I know who got it, and I went. And she's like, "No, this is my book." Oh. Let's flip this page. And then what's she say? This this mine, property of Jasmine. Yeah. Bring it on home. <laughs> Give me my. Oh, I thought. Uh huh. It's okay. No, nah, you put thought and then think. You will know that that book don't belong Ain't to yours. you. Ain't it something how people be trying to own your stuff? Mm-hmm. I be writing my name on everything. I had to have earlier today with one of my students. Me too. Well, I try to write my name on everything. I had that today. One of my students, guess what he was trying to say was his? Your computer. Your phone. Uh, no, that's too much. A Your Sharpie. Wallet. It was a Sharpie. <laughs> Your no, wallet. You know, like, when I'm working with my students, when I'm working with my students and stuff, you know, it's the smallest things we just have fun over. He was so sure that my Sharpie that I was using was his. And I couldn't write, I mean, it didn't have my name on the Sharpie because what would I have wrote, written my name, I mean, other than another Sharpie, but, you know, you use the, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. anyway, but it just made me think about us, black folks. Mm-mm, that's mine. And y'all know my granny got it on this. We need to go there, but you can't loan that to my granny and leave it over there for more than a day because it becomes hers. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Ask Nurse Jay. Get us back on track. Ask Nurse Jay. I got a question for Nurse Jay. You did not write in to the Gmail account. (laughs) 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 Nurse Jay said no unscripted questions today. (laughs) Not today. Send an email just like everybody else. What you need, Shaq? Did you wash your hands this time? <laughs> oh, can I answer? Can I answer? Come on, Dr. Google. She took one little over-the-counter class. And am I not knowledgeable? What you got to say? Uh, And what Jasmine ain't going to say is she told me I should go to nursing school. But you didn't go. I don't know. I was about to say it's bleeding. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Go ahead, She don't know it. I said, does it mean... I said, does it mean that there's bleeding in the intestinal tract? No, you've gone up too far now. Come back down. <laughs> you might have a UTI, All kidney right, infection, bladder infection. Then you work your way. Now, 
in the GI system, if, you, if your stool got blood in it, that's your GI. But if you're peeing blood, that could be the UTI, bladder, kidney. Okay. And it made me think about it because the other day, my pee was so golden. I, it, I think it was just too golden. Is that the good pee right, or the bad friend. pee? No, for real. Is that good pee or bad pee? That's bad. It's pee. supposed to be like water. Do you take any That's supplements? Bad. No. Like but vitamins? That somebody told me that clear water wasn't the best. I mean, okay, clear Nick, wasn't no. always good. No, you should be flushing your system where your your urine is very translucent. If it's too dark, that means you dehydrated. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was because I yeah I know that's what it was because I have been yeah well thank you so much. Can we get your email? Please get home, Erica. I know you're not talking because we don't talked about birth control cycles, all kind of stuff, and you mad at Shay because he's talking about his urine. Now, you're not going to play me because I remember very vividly that episode when we started talking about cycles and and you said there's an app for that and you moved on. Now, you move on, Nurse J. Here, here we go with another ask Nurse J question that she done made up because she Ooh. wanted to. <laughs> Moving on. So, ask Nurse J. It's not even a medical question. It's based on how... <laughs> it ain't ma- you know what? <laughs> Send your fifteen dollar copay through Cash App and leave me alone. Woo! Oh, let her ask a question. I actually want to turn into an episode. Can I save it? Your yeah. question? It, I think it should be a whole episode. A whole staff meeting. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> okay. No, <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We just one day I was doing a to myself. This <laughs> tripped me out. I was thinking, Jasmine ain't read that book. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Go ahead and wipe them tears with the pages of that book. You you ain't reading it, friend. when you hear other people laugh it makes you laugh I really hope that is what is will be happening to our listeners at this oh moment. mercy Ooh. that tickled my soul was that all you was everything else left Jasmine that's, that was for uh, that's gonna be the next mm-hmm, episode I'm done. okay so for my um department I don't know if y'all got an opportunity to read the article, but to summarize it, basically, I think we talked about it briefly. Um, if y'all frequent um Netflix, 
you should have seen that there is a documentary um, on Netflix about this woman um, of color. <clears throat> she's not black. Um, I don't know where she's from. <clears throat> I don't remember. But she um, followed around Klansmen and uh, is a neo-Nazis, um, specifically at the instance in Charlottesville. Um, and she followed them around. Well, have y'all seen no. it? I didn't watch it, but I've heard of this. Okay. Okay. Um, definitely an interesting thing to watch. Very, very interesting um thing to watch. But she followed around this. Yes, which is perfect. So she there was a particular guy in the story that um was a neo-Nazi, which I did not know that <clears throat> like well, neo-Nazi is above being a Klansman. And so he was started off as a Klansman. And then he said in the article, he says that they weren't bold enough. They weren't mean enough. So he became a neo-Nazi and um, he became whatever designation. It was a pretty high designation in the organization. Quick, he was in it for six her, like, years. Did they like her? Well, he did have some conversations with the, um, what's the name? The docu... The, the author of the doc, the director of the docu uh, series. And <clears throat> he was like, I like you. And she would like ask questions to him. Like, why do you hate me? Like where I'm sitting in your home right now. Like, what's the problem? Just kind of really challenging the way that he thinks about people of color. And so to land the plane, this man, he started having a change of heart. And he, uh, I guess he lived near a black preacher and the black preacher uh, would invite him to, his church all the time and they would converse regularly. And so he has since um, given up being a neo-Nazi and in his words, given up being a racist, which I think is very interesting. Um, I think that says a lot about, yeah, giving up being a racist and- Child, I, don't, I ain't buying well, it. Well, listen, I, I'm, you know, I, I wanna know thoughts. He's given up being a racist and he just recently was baptized um, in the Atlantic Ocean, and he is getting rid of his all tattoos having to do with him either being a Klansman or a neo-Nazi or just a racist in general. And I just want to know how y'all feel about it. Do y'all think that... So I guess the reason why I brought it up is that we talk about, like, one injustice and... <clears throat> And I say we, so whoever wants to justice, um, we talk about justice, especially for people of color. Is this what it looks like? You know, like, is is this an example of what we and I'll say we for the people I assume agree with me or have similar views? Is this what we want to see? Like, does this does this resonate with any of us as a step forward, a step towards pro true progression in the in today's race war? <sighs> In the real life, I think it's a step that's the equivalent to a centimeter compared to a mile. So, yes, I do think that it, that it is something. I mean, covering up the tattoos, because I look at it in terms of, yeah, you're covering up these tattoos that might not change anything about what you feel, but at the very least, you're not physically promoting anything else. So, right, I think in that regard, yes, it is a step. I just don't buy any of it. I just, I, I really don't. I, I wish that I did, but... I, I just don't You don't lie. think there's any redemption? No, I mean, well, no. Hell, I'm trying to figure out a good way to say it. No, I just don't believe it. And then, then you say he got baptized. 
But the thing yeah, is, is the, the, the people that's been in the church baptizing other folks have been doing this forever. And I'm, I like to think that I am a devout Christian. I, hell, I don't know. I, I'm a Christian. And I ain't trying to shame or anything of my, you know, religion or anything like that. But I'm just saying, it's the racist people been in the church the whole time. So you telling me you're going to get baptized don't mean nothing to me. So I'm just not buying it. Act, act right. I don't be too foolish. I ain't not saying I ain't trying to say anybody that's buying this foolish. But I just don't want to be too naive, if you will, to start thinking this person is. Oh, they're just so changed, and then that's just their way of just getting on in and, and really figuring more stuff out about us and, and hurting us in the long run. So I ain't buying it. You want to go before I say something, Jazz? I think I'm in the middle. Like, I want to have hope in the world that people will change. But it's hard to trust people. Once you've made such a clear stance on how you feel about a whole group of people, it's hard to come back from that. I don't know how I would feel about sitting next to him in church. I just don't know. Yeah, no, I, th- I think I'm in the middle, too. Like, I remember, Shaq, I don't know if you remember this, but in grad school, um, we were in one of Dr. A's classes, and um, it was when those students at one of the schools had dressed up as the bobsledders off of uh, that Disney movie, mm-hmm. and they had on blackface. And that was actually one of the first times I had experienced blackface. And I remember, um, <clears throat> and I remember, I remember, um, saying like I don't have any hope for the world to change I don't really see racism going away um and I still feel like that a lot of the times um I do think there is something to be said I don't know what it is but there's definitely something to be said about him making such outward confession so one thing I left out not that this is supposed to change anybody's mind just giving more information but he uh did say out in the church like he stood before the church and was like I wasn't racist and blah 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 and based on the article the church was like you know they returned they they responded in love and so I think there's something to be said about him verbalizing those things, covering up the tattoos, getting baptized. But I think at the end of the day, I probably will never interact with this man. And so I don't really know how he's going to continue to do that. And I think that's to be said for anybody who has been accused or of wrongdoing. It's like, okay, just like when somebody go to prison, you know, we know you murdered somebody, you know, we hope you know, and this is all hypothetical because we know the prison system ain't doing a lot. But we hope that you have gone away, been rehabilitated, thought about your crime, and you're going to come back into the world and do make better decisions. But we don't really know until you get in the world and we see mm-hmm. you interact. Right. And so I think that's the real thing. Like, I think the article was... There was a beam of light there, uh, both spiritually and just kind of socially. Um and to answer my own question about is this justice? Is this what, you know, some people of color want to see? Like, is this progression? I think it definitely could be progression. But I think, you know, we would literally need that same person who did the docuseries to follow him around and see how he's actually acting. But I mean, my definitely my hope would be that people would have those uh, periods of enlightenment, those moments of enlightenment when they realize that the way that they think about things um, doesn't make sense. And that is hurtful to people because I know that I've had these that have changed over time because I've been experienced to different things and so it's it's different but I've also haven't been like shunning people 
<laughs> just because I didn't agree with something. And so I think it's just so many levels to it. And I think it's it's very interesting. So maybe we'll get some more information about this man and how he's progressed in the world, if he has progressed. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't know we were going to end on that note, but nevertheless, any lasting comments? Oh, I, was, I don't know why I'm just Jasmine go. That's the reason I didn't say nothing, but this made me think about an exercise I just did in training with some of my students was we talked about like, uh, basically, you friend, you remember that time you made that, you helped me make that icebreaker ball? And so what we did yeah. was... You act like that was months ago. <laughs> that was just kind of my way of telling the people that you made it. Um, so Erica helped me with doing icebreaker for training. And it was like a ball. You throw the ball. He got a lot of questions on it. Wherever your hand hits when you catch the ball, that's the question you answer. That type of thing. And this one was more so centered around um, inclusion and um, and kind of just and a lot of the questions talked about, like, how do you be an ally for different people and that kind of stuff. One of the questions was, when do you hear... I mean, how often do you hear something and you like something that's offensive and you don't say anything and they got the students to talk and they all started talking about it and a lot of my white students were saying how so often their family members even their parents and siblings will say racist things and they don't say anything to uh and they don't say anything to like combat it or like because and, and i was just like wow you know i bet that is hard i ain't trying to i'm not trying to say I'm not trying to come to the defense of white people. Understand that, but I bet that it is hard for those folks who are, you know, inclusion experts or, or people who are truly truly practicing inclusion excellence when they have those family members who just because I don't think that's my experience. I mean, one, I'm in a minority, so it really don't matter. But like, I don't have many ideals, like ideas, ideals in my family that just are way, way off, or that I feel like is just way, you know offensive and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had I just that thought episode, about it. We were uh, talking about uh, running. About the ambulance. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the ambulance. Yeah. And I think about those instances when my parents would say things and I'm like, everybody's not Chinese. everybody not right. Mexican. You can't say that. You know, things like that. Like, those are probably the two of the most common examples. Um, I think sexuality is sometimes a big thing. Um, a sexual orientation. And so, like, those are things that I feel like I talk about a lot or, like, questioning people. Like, what does that mean? Like, why does that bother you? Are you bothered? Like, so it's definitely very hard to do. And I would say it's especially hard to do with your family because I think it's in those challenging questions that they realize that there's a social separation mm-hmm. Between you and your family. Like, and you like, oh, you don't think what we think? And I'm like, uh, some yeah. of it, but not that. <laughs> um, I think so my family's yeah, getting better I because I, I have challenged them so much. They're like, okay, well, teach me what what do I say to get my point across? They're not gonna change their opinion, but they at least want to present it in a better way that it can be received. Step number one. Maybe you can work on some ideas after that. Yeah. I would. And I always say, like, consideration is very important to me. I don't, I don't need you to particularly understand or agree with what I believe. Just consider that it's different from me right. and respect that. You know, and then hopefully over time, I'm not trying to evangelize you or disciple you, if you will, into believing what I'm believing, but there is a respect that has to happen that if I believe the sky is blue, 
That's just what I believe. When you don't have, I don't, we don't need to convince each other if that's not what we want. So, good dialogue. So, um, we have one more section, y'all. Just a quick check in with everybody. Um, <laughs> and all play. So we wanted to just go around the table, if you will, and kind of check in on our New Year's resu- resolutions. <laughs> um. Uh, it's, it's been about let me let me see January to February February to March March to April April to May May to June June July July to August so it's been about seven months going getting into August the you really had to count, count on your fingers I, I wanted okay. I wanted it to be clear I mean uh, 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 yeah like <laughs> oh damn <laughs> like why why did you do all of that okay I didn't. I didn't think about it, but you know, I was shaking my yeah, mouth. Yeah, she had the fingers right. up and everything. It's gonna be okay. It's and, okay. Okay. So we we about you know three fourths of the way through the year, and so at this point, you know, maybe you're nearing that weight goal. You're almost done with that degree. You have this. X amount of money in the savings account. And I just, you know, we can just go around and just share one goal that we had uh, in January and where we are in that goal. No, you don't have to elaborate if you don't wish. I'm going last. That probably means he ain't <laughs> stuck to his resolution. <laughs> I'll go first, damn it. Y'all, I don't even remember what my New Year's resolution was. All right, Jasmine. <laughs> well, my three major ones. I mean, I don't know. You've been eating healthy? I think I said don't eat healthy. No. So even if there was it, I... Okay, so my three, my top three were get on, get ahead of my studying, finances, because I had wanted to save an X amount of money in my bank account, and then wait. I'm being successful on the first two. That third one... I just, I'm at a standstill. <laughs> I'm at a standstill. I don't need yeah. to be consistent with my workouts. But when I stress, you know, busy at work, busy with school, that workout is the first thing to go. Got you. Hey Amen, because I ain't been to the gym in so long that I'm scared. I mean, they might yeah, But we need to make it there. a priority because I feel, I feel so much um, better when I work out. I have more energy, but it's the point of just getting there, getting through the workout. I just need discipline. Well, my accountability yeah. team is trash, and they all listening right now. One of them on here and the other two listening. Friend, that means you're trash, They ain't been cooperating. You've been trash. I said the team. All right. I said the team. You say we sh- we are trash. You said they are we. Y'all the trashes. Shoot, I don't really remember my new resolutions. Um, I don't even really think in the last couple of years I've ever formally made any. But I mean, let's be real. Weight loss is always at the top. Um, I did not do well. I ain't even gonna lie. I mean, I did okay. Um, especially like January before I before I left LSU, I was doing all right. Um, but this last this last two quarters, I, I ain't been holding on. But I did get back in the gym this past week. But y'all, my That's legs good. have been That means you've been working. Like literally aching. I don't know, man. I I was just like, okay now. So I've been I've been a little hurting. But I got back in the gym. I think one of mine was also just to kind of um 
I'm pretty sure it was probably something spiritual in terms of like just getting more connected, working on my relationship with God. Um, I think in a very weird and twisted, sick and twisted way, I like that phrase. Um, I have been, but it's been, it's it's made some uh what did they say when like you don't make a you don't make an upward progression you know how like when you get promoted but you but you just come into the same kind of position it's not really upward lateral move uh it's it's been a it's been a lateral uh relationship you right maintain in that i don't think that i i think that i'm going to experience i mean i don't even know if i want to say maintaining but i think my i think i'm gonna have a delayed reaction of my growth because i think some some more purging and things in this are, are still happening and i haven't quite experienced the lighting at light at the end of the tunnel but i assume that it's coming so much so i will say i have established a new set of goals i didn't make my own new year's resolution and it's for july 29th because that's when mine started and i got my five goals and we'll check in on them in six okay. months Okay. So, move hey, I'm, I'm rooting you on. I appreciate. It. I'm we rooting for each other. So, this has been a. I I hope I hope the comments for this episode come back positive because I you know we we listen to the episodes too y'all and I know I have my times where I'm like ooh that episode was good and I just feel in my spirit that this is gonna be a good episode and so I'm super excited. I don't have anything else to say. Shaq, he ain't got nothing else to say. You don't know. Jasmine. <laughs> Jasmine, you've been doing such a great job signing us off. And I wanted to give you an opportunity this week to do you? it without cutting <laughs> me off. I was going to so say, have Jasmine, I? I've been doing it out of anger. I ain't want to take nobody's job. Well, you're trying to take my no, job as please. a favorite. I guess you're going to take the job. Matter of fact, next next episode, off, I'm going to say, good, whatever, y'all, this is Books to Bills podcast. <laughs> well, you know that's what happens with a team. I'm, I'm, if one member is slacking, so you got to pick up do. the weight. You got a gas bill due. You got a light bill due. What's up, y'all? This is your girl, Erica, from, from Books to Bills podcast. This is where you come in. Yeah. We just had a great conversation and y'all want to end on a petty note. Why? Y'all going to start and finish with pettiness? No, she don't want to end the show. Follow us on social media. Facebook and IG at Books to Bills Podcast. Twitter at Books to Bills. And send your questions into our Gmail account from Books to Bills Podcast at gmail.com. Look at out, look at out.